Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern, a time where we have intentional conversations about the gospel and we desire to talk about theological truth. Thanks for joining us. We hope you can learn and grow and be fed through this. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Shabbat Shalom. Boker Tov. Do you know, you know Hebrew. Boker, uh, yeah. What's Boker Tov? Do you know what that means? No. Good morning. It's okay. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Well, welcome to uh, Coffee with Vern. Happy Tuesday to you, or whatever day you might be listening. If you're my student, you better be listening right now. Uh, but other than that, welcome. This is going to be a good day. We got... Not just one Jesse in the house. <laughs> we got two Jessies in the house. Two Jessies. I mean, well, welcome and happy Tuesday. Happy week before Thanksgiving. Uh, what a day we've got planned. Well, let's just dive right on in. Swan dive into it. Jesse Moore, glad you're here. Thank no you. one can see you, but I get to nope. see you. And so that's all that matters is I get to enjoy your presence <laughs> in this room. Um, glad you're back today. Yes. Uh, and you feel fine. I feel great. Praise God. Yes. You know, and so I was <laughs> just so everyone knows, like when Jesse's not here at the church, I'm like a lost dog, just aimlessly mm. walking around wondering, what do I do? When I walk by his office, usually I say, hey, or just we laugh about something. Yes. Or you Yesterday say, hey, didn't. this doesn't work. Help me out. Or I yell, <laughs> Jesse, I need help. Yeah. So yesterday was uh, lonely. You were missed, but I'm glad you're feeling fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but welcome the, back. The will to not get tested for COVID was very high. So I stayed home. Mm. <laughs> there you go. I didn't want and somebody to say, hey, you don't look good. You just had <laughs> a snotty <laughs> nose. <laughs> well, I would have said you look phenomenal. You had that snotty nose like I've been having. Yeah. Hey, I went to Greenville and for the first time came back without a snotty nose. Praise God. Oh, that's good. That's right. That's yeah. Right. So, but now we've got Jesse Moore. Yes. And we've got Jesse Holmes in the house. This yes, is a sir. long time coming right here, brother. Yeah. Welcome to Coffee with Vern, Jesse. Yeah, thank you. Y'all both spell your names differently. Yes. Yep. And as I reference y'all today, I'm going to have to say Jesse Moore or Jesse Holmes. I think <laughs> I do that naturally already yeah. all the time. <laughs> I don't ever reference y'all just as your first names. Yeah. Um, but welcome to Coffee with Vern. If you don't know Jesse Holmes, you're going to get to know our brother in the faith, brother in the family, brother in the blood. I could just go on and on and on because this is my brother. <laughs> and my mom has already claimed him as her <laughs> other son. So get in line. You know, this is the brother. Um, but let's let's introduce you to the people. And then we'll dive into kind of what our conversation will be focused on. But Jesse Holmes. All right. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I don't want to steal your thunder because okay. I could talk for you, but I don't want to do that. So who are you? <laughs> You know, that's a good question that I'm still trying to answer. You, know? <laughs> you got existential brother. real quick. All right. Yeah, it's just as you get older, you're just wondering, man, what is life? <laughs> How do I fit in? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I am Jesse Holmes. I know that much. I I am turning 35 tomorrow. No, so tomorrow's not. my birthday. You look 25. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's like, it's really weird. I don't know if you experienced this, Jesse, but you like... When you get to this age where you thought was like really old, yeah, but then it's your age and you're like, oh no, <laughs> yes, no, yeah. yeah, I'll be like, oh, it's thirty three. It's not old. 
What are you talking about? That's young. <laughs> when you're 16, you're like, oh, man, them old people in their yeah. 30s. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Still don't understand, but, you know, that's okay. Yeah, you, you will. will. <laughs> oh, so, man. yeah, so I am originally from Savannah, Georgia. That's, that's right. where I was born and raised. I went to Hess Elementary School, Bartlett Middle School, and then my last year I went to Coastal Middle School, and then I went to Soul C. Johnson High School. And our yeah. No, our mascot was the Atom Smasher. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Do you feel like really smart when you graduate from a place like that? So I I feel really smart, but people are always really <laughs> confused. They're like, oh, that's so lame. And the explanation is if you can smash an atom, you, you can, can destroy anything. anything. Yes. <laughs> and people just don't get that. Well, so. that just tells you who they are that you're talking to, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um, our mascot was Smasher Man. <laughs> All right, now that's where you lose me. Okay, that one lost me. I mean, you got to have Smasher have Man in order to smash Adams. Yeah. yeah, you got to see a picture of this. Yeah, I need to look that up. Man, yeah. wow, impressive. But yeah, it was uh, cool in high school, and then I stayed in Savannah, and I went to Armstrong Atlantic State University for college. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, that officially does not exist anymore really? because it is now Georgia Southern. Yeah. Really, oh, wow. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Yeah, they bought it out, or they like morphed into one. Yeah, they morphed into one. That's depressing. Yeah. It's, okay, that I didn't wasn't know that. a good decision, but I still call it Armstrong. There you go. Stay loyal. That's yeah. great. So at Armstrong, I majored in early childhood education. So wanted to nice. be a teacher, and I actually did teach for two years in Savannah. Bless you. Yeah, it's it's the best. Elementary school students are like the absolute best. You taught was it third grade? Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Okay. Yeah. They're okay. so much better than old people. <laughs> I mean, adults oh adults Truth. are just boring, and they should know better, and they don't know better. That's it, though, right? I mean, they should know better, and they yeah. just See, I'm don't. the one that, like, uh, last week, I was telling the kids that, you know, or the students are like, you know, someone asked me, could you do kids ministry and student ministry, James? And I was like, I don't like kids. <laughs> and I like students. Oh, no. So that's where we are definitely yeah. different. Um, but no, I got to, for all our older folks out there, we love you, but I got to agree with yes, you. Yes, that's true. Yes. I love them, but I, yeah. I got to agree. It's, I, I got to share this one philosophy. This one might, I might shove my foot in my mouth with this one, but I was oh, reading no. a book from a theologian. Okay. Theologian. I'm going to give him some credit, but yeah. I'm not mm -hmm. going to tell you who it was. I don't want people <laughs> to rag on him, but he said, you know, it's amazing. The concept of birth and elderly they still, they enter this world in diapers and finish this world in diapers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, and uh, James might need a diaper occasionally. But anyways, oh, um, truth. sidebar oh. for that one. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you there. All right. So Savannah, I always forget you grew up in Savannah because you spent some time in Atlanta. Yeah, You've been all over. But okay. What was after Savannah? Because I don't know the trajectory. Like okay. what was next? Yeah. So I taught elementary school for two years in Savannah. And then I got a job working as the campus minister intern at Georgia Tech's BCM. What? Yes. I tell them the tell years. That. Oh, I know. Tell so them the years. 2011 through 2013. Man. You weren't there, were you? Just missed me. Oh, man. Oh, nine. Let me tell you, Georgia Tech uh, is one of the best institutes in Georgia. Preach it. It is one of the best institutes in Georgia. Are you taking I mean, Are is, you taking notes, James? Yeah. Do you need to go take a lap, Jesse? I'm you, about to. You <laughs> bust through the wall. Bust through here. It's like just me here at the church who likes Georgia. Well, and Josh. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. But you're a true fan. You went to school there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I technically went to school there. I didn't take any classes, but I was there. On campus. True fans. Yeah. Yeah. So what was interesting is that I actually lived on campus. Our BCM had a building and Mm -hmm. it was right there in the middle of campus. Mm -hmm. So I and I lived next to some uh, fraternities and sororities. So you got the whole experience. You're really close to mine. They design. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right down the street. Uh Yep. Yep. So Thursdays were really yep. interesting, uh, loud and crazy. Everyone's partying And y'all late. had BCM on Thursdays, didn't you? Well, we had it on Tuesdays. Okay, because yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you, though, after I moved away, when Thursday came around, I was really sad. It just was so quiet. Yeah. And I felt oh, really yeah. lonely. You get real used to the noise real quick. I remember yeah. after I graduated, because we're so close to the interstate, too. Oh, yeah, that's it's right. It's right behind our house. And so after I graduated and I left, I was like... I can't sleep. It is so quiet <laughs> yes. everywhere. I wouldn't know. Yeah. So after my two years at Georgia Tech, I moved back to Savannah and served as a college pastor at Southside Baptist Church. Okay. So that was a pretty awesome experience. So I did the college, and I was actually the director of the Community Outreach Center. So they just built a new building that had a gym and kitchenette area and all of these things. So I managed that. So I tried to help facilitate different groups that would come in to volunteer in Savannah and do mission trips. And then also try to have the gym open for students in the area and for grown people in the area to yeah. come and play basketball. You know, we just maybe we need to take note of this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we not talked about that before. <laughs> you know. So it's open to your community. Yeah. So you mm. built some really cool relationships off of that. Then. Oh yeah. Dude. Yeah. One of the big things that I was really grateful for when we had our open gym time, we would have somebody from the church that would be there to play basketball with oh. the different guys, and they would give a devotion before or after. Oh, that's so awesome. we saw a lot of people just really come to know the Lord and be encouraged in Scripture. Just from the harvest was it. plentiful. Oh yeah. Do you hear that? Yeah, I mean, you know, you dive into your community. I'm going to say a bold yeah, statement, Jesse. I'm going to say a bold statement. Build Let's a building it. and they'll come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But only if you can afford it. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't absolutely. Don't put your church in. I agree. Don't put the yeah. church in debt yeah. for the sake of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. But pray so, for the harvest. Uh, I was actually there for just two years because I was tired of doing seminary online. And mm. I was like, you know, I want to be on main campus. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'm yeah. so sick of being online. Yeah, main campus is definitely the way to go. So I went to uh, Southeastern Seminary in Wake Forest, North Carolina, and it was phenomenal. So you did two years at Southeastern and two years online? Well, that's actually a crazy story. I did like three years online because I could only take one okay. class with the things that I was with, doing mm-hmm. and three and a half years on main campus at Southeastern. That's an experience. Wow. Yeah. I, I wish Midwestern was closer. Yeah. I, I mean, because I love my school. I just, I yeah, I hate the online. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's nice being able to talk to professors face to face. I got that experience at North Greenville and it spoiled me. Yeah. And so I didn't take it for granted at that time. Or I didn't take it for what it was worth at that time. Yeah. So. And when you have a cool president like I did, Danny uh, Aiken. Dr. Aiken, I mean, you just see him <laughs> just so chill walking on campus with a sweatshirt and sometimes shorts. I mean, he's just hanging out like all the time. Awesome. He's just hanging out That's with people. That's legit, man. Loved it. I absolutely that. loved it. Yeah, I do envy that. Wow. And then, okay, so you went to Southeastern. Mm-hmm. Now, I did a crazy thing while at Southeastern. <laughs> I went to Southeastern thinking, you know, I don't need a job. I, mm-hmm. I got some money. I'm just going to knock out all these classes and just be focused. And 
month and a half go by, I'm hungry. And <laughs> I, yeah. I think I need a job. So <laughs> by God's grace, he worked some things out and I got to work at a school again. So I ended oh, up teaching awesome. fourth grade for the three and a half, two, two years, three Wild years that I was up seminary, there. You were a full-time yeah. teacher. My yeah. God and Zion. Wow. Yeah. So the days will start at 530. And I would start my day at Starbucks at 6 to spend time in the Word and then get to my job by 645. And I also was in charge of our after-school care, after care program. Wow. So Gosh. I would not leave the job until around 630 at night and then Jesse sometimes go to class <laughs> until 9. Teach me your discipline. Man. I mean, I have some decent discipline, I feel like, for my age. But oh, yeah. nothing like that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty so your your job supplied your Starbucks. Yes, it did. Okay. So yeah. Mom, and it's it is okay to go to coffee shops. It is because the Starbucks provided me opportunities to build relationships with people. There you go. So Janus. like so much so that when I moved away, they all wrote a going away card for me. That's amazing. I need to start a GoFundMe for my coffee <laughs> expenses so that I can build relationships and disciple yeah. the community. There yeah. you go. You know, I will say in all seriousness, like when we look at the first century church, that is how they made disciples. That's and that's how they we evangelized, like in the streets, yeah, at the market, absolutely. in their homes. Well, I mean, think about the relationships we've built with just us meeting at Ubora. Yeah. I mean, with Morgan. I mean, yep, she's become exactly part right. of our life. Yep. Found out how old, she's only a year older than me. I don't know if you knew uh -huh, that. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah. newly married or yeah. has been married. I'm not sure how long, but uh, well, just we, she was asking me about my job. I think last time we were down there. Yeah. I mean, and then the, the officer from Richmond County. Yeah. Jay. That guy that I told you about. Um, I cannot remember his name. I've got it written down, but he's that chaplain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually talked to him oh, the following week. Oh, yep. So he needs to just hit both of us up. Yeah. Uh, but see, so we just need to get Jesse more drinking coffee. Well, Wait, he does not drink coffee. I do not. The highest, the chief of no. sins. Oh, no. That one, yeah, that, that's... Uh, he's, yeah. He well, definitely is. Well, you know, the is. Lord is working on all of us. You know, it's the process <laughs> of Here we go. Here we go. You know, yeah. I, you got to have your fun with Georgia Tech, but now you get the roast. Well, uh, you know, the, I just you, can't do it. Do you feel like the red bearded stepchild? I do. <laughs> Every time you talk about you, Bora, and I'm like, oh man, that sounds fun. I'll never go. They, they do, do have great teas. Pastries <laughs> yeah. And oh, teas. and pastries. That, yeah. I'm going to smell a little cinnamon crumb cake today. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, I don't I mean, drink that, tea either. Oh my <laughs> we can get you a cup of water. Do you just drink water? <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, that's one of the most boring things to drink. That's <laughs> right. It's like, what does this do? It hydrates me, but has no taste. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Keeps Boy. me living. That's why he has perfect teeth. Perfect oh, hair. Okay. Give me a break. Well, okay, it's worth it then. My yeah. dentist, shout out to Brother Perry, told me I'm rotting my teeth out with the coffee I drink. Oh, no way. Probably, but you know what? I just trust in God's providence to provide. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Oh, man. No, so, it's not that. It's that he's provided you with a good dentist. Should they fall out, he'll know what to do. <laughs> That's right. What that means is, Brother Perry, you cannot retire anytime soon. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So Southeastern mm -hmm. taught there. Then you ended up here. Yeah. Okay. So before I graduated, so the whole reason why I took this journey of seminary is because in order to be a BCM campus minister, you have to have a seminary degree. Really? Yeah. I yeah. did not know that. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's awesome. Okay. Well, I did not like that as <laughs> a 
newly graduated from college student. Sure, I was yeah. really hoping I wanted to just go straight into ministry. And so a little annoyed that I had to take it the long way around, but I am really grateful. Uh, it took me a long time to get the seminary degree because I did ministry while right. working on classes and stuff, yeah. but it was just worth it because I was able to come into the classroom and read these books and have these conversations, not based off theory, but experience. Experience. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Yeah. And you, you obtained a master's of divinity, right? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get. This yeah. man, which is how we kind of met. Yeah, that's whole right. Story. Yeah. So you ended up in Augusta. When did you move to Augusta? Uh, December 2018. Okay. So it was that February mm-hmm. of 2019, right. um, January or February. Mr. Holmes over here is uh, sitting in Rooted, mm-hmm. the Fru-Fru coffee shop. Yeah. I, yeah. Our spot is definitely a bore. I love Rooted, but I just, when I walk in, I feel like... Yeah, you know what I mean. Rooted is too bright. I like I like darkness. Well, I, I'll tell you guys this: this Rooted is where my wife and her mommy's group goes to drink coffee. So you're, Aww. it is the fruit fruit coffee place. Bora, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's right. That's um, right. You, you know, I feel like if I walk in as just by myself, it's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> your woman, and I'm yeah. like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Um. So, but. You were in there doing some homework, mm-hmm. uh, Hebrew, yep. and I was meeting up with somebody, um, and that's how we met, was through your working of Hebrew, yeah. essentially. Yeah, because I got the job before I finished my seminary degree, which was a huge blessing from the wow. Lord, yeah. and uh, so I had to do Hebrew too with a new professor, oh, new dude. book, dude. online. Which and is miserable. It was extremely miserable. Miserable. Yeah. I had two different professors for my Hebrew classes, and that was yeah. hard enough with the same book. Yeah. So I can't imagine. Uh, and so we met. I think we just talked a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that summer, I got the job in May as interim. Mm-hmm. You were down here in the fellowship hall for what What, what meeting was uh, that? Association meeting. Yeah. Association meeting. And I heard about it. So I was like, I'll go down there. I think Dr. B's down there. I'll go talk to Dr. B and all. Yeah. And I saw you and it's like, there's that guy doing Hebrew. <laughs> and so we went to lunch that day. And ever since, we've been best friends and right. brothers. I mean, yeah. so how did the Lord unite us over his word? That's, that's right. I mean, you that's know, right. just can't get any better than that. <laughs> so we yeah. could, you know, I, I love Hebrew. It was awesome. Yeah. But uh, thankful that that's how we met through coffee and Hebrew. So there's our bond right there. Yep. You know, Jesse, you could be a part of this. Yeah. Could. could. <laughs> With my water. <laughs> that's be realistic. Let's take up the Hebrew, but you can keep the coffee. Yeah. Um, and so, and then ever since we, uh, me and you've been kind of meeting every week. Yeah. Um, but, and now you are the full time, uh, BCM director. That's your title, right? Yeah. At Augusta University. Yep. That's and right. And you are a member of Crawford Avenue, mm-hmm. right? Crawford Avenue Baptist. And man, things have just been vibrant. Yeah. I, I, that, I don't know. I mean, we could name a list of adjectives, but I think vibrant's a pretty good one yeah. about what's going on in your ministry. Yeah. Um, and so, and it, uh, let's see. How many students did you start with? Let's start there. Yeah. So when I got here, I had about 10 students and you were at averaging what now on like a Thursday, uh, 40. That's what I was going to say It's it's packed in that little gym space, which yeah. is really, 
really significant. And that those are great numbers yeah. because there, there is a point where it can be too big, where you can't connect like you do. Yeah. Cause you're meeting weekly with students. You're, or you've got a Bible study meets at your house, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls have a Bible study meets at Crawford. Mm-hmm. Um, all these opportunities and just this growth. I was telling Jesse this morning, Jesse Holmes, I was telling him uh, when we were setting up for their friends giving on Thursday, Mm. That it is amazing when you walk in, you can feel the energy. It, mm-hmm. It's something, it's church is something worth listening to. Like BCM yeah. is not the church, right? Right. It, it will never be the local church, mm-hmm. but I was telling Jesse, there's something the church needs to learn from what's going on at AU. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? You know, my BCM chapter BSU for life uh, was <laughs> awesome. Uh, I loved it. We, we, we had a lot of students. I loved our group, but something that I felt like that is more prevalent in your group is the connection and growth. Yeah. Uh, because there wasn't so many, um, which we, I loved our big chapter. Don't get me wrong, but it was hard to connect with that many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but when you walk in on a Thursday night and Jesse Moore's going to have to come with me one yeah. week, he's going to, yeah. I'm going to bring him down one week and bring uh, your family. Like they love, they love they the love wives kids. and kids. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the kids would love that. Oh, dude. We play Foursquare down there now. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> is Justice, is that his name? Uh, yeah. Justice, oh, Justice plays, man. That dude, how tall is Justice? I don't know. He's like 6'2". His six wingspan, three. when he, I mean, he cracked. I look forward to going down there just to hear him yelling during Foursquare, honestly. Yeah. Um, but you walk in and the energy, it's just mm. because there's an excitement from these students to come and hear from the word of God, mm-hmm. hear it from and, and sing and fellowship with others in worship through music. And then just to be amongst the brothers and sisters, yeah. there's this excitement. Yeah. I've never been a part of anything like it. Yeah. Um, and so why we wanted to bring Jesse on uh, today was so that you could hear his story, get to know him because he's active in our community. Uh, he is a brother of mine. Uh, he loves our church and has spoken at many of my events and will continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not changing. But also so that you can pray for him and AU uh, and everything that's going on there. Um, but let's see, what's a what's a good question? I had a couple questions I thought to ask you. Let's see, what has been one of the, since you took the job, and this is on the spot, so this is tough, but yep. since you took the job at BCM at AU, what has been one of the best moments? If mm. you had to think of like one, it can be, what, and that's tough, but yeah. I thought I would at least see what if there's one that comes to mind. Well, I think, so it is one moment that happens consistently. There you go. And it is walking into a coffee shop and seeing a student discipling another student. Oh, man. And, I mean, it happens every week. And now, like, we're spread out to multiple coffee shops. Yeah. So I can pretty much go to all these different coffee shops. And I see my guys meeting up with other guys and Sorry. my girls meeting up with other girls. And it's not them, like, talking about silly stuff and playing around. But, I mean, just getting down and dirty and getting involved in each other's lives, asking intentional mm-hmm. questions and helping each other grow. Yeah, because I've seen it. You know, some yeah. of, before some of the your students knew I knew them or knew me, I've seen Garrett before yeah. at Ubora. I've yeah. seen um, Ellie. Yep, L-E-P. L-E-P, thank you. Mm-hmm. Ellie is going to be mad if I mess that up. <laughs> she gets mad at me about that. Doxology, it's coming, okay? I promise. <laughs> Heaven forbid. But L-E-P, I see everywhere. Yeah. I've seen her at Bona, Ubora. Mm-hmm. 
um, me and Austin met, you yeah. know, and yeah. even though I was meeting with Austin, like I, if he were to take what we did in that moment with another student, and I believe mm-hmm. he does yep. actively, it was awesome. It, yeah. It's just this fostering of discipleship and intentional, uh, pursuing of people for the sake of the gospel. Yeah. Um, and so that, yeah, that's awesome. Cause that, that kind of transcends into what I, my favorite thing about our ministry There's not one moment. Uh, I think the, the greatest thing that we see and praying that it'll be continuous when the light bulb goes off in a student's mm-hmm. mind of understanding like this is who Jesus is. Yeah, right? It's like the heart finally awakens their life awakens that regeneration. It's almost like you see it. Yeah. And so I like that. Yeah. I was just curious if there's been one moment because it would be hard for me to say, yeah, this is my favorite Thursday. Cause every Thursday <laughs> yeah. I go, I walk away going, yeah, Lord, thank you. <laughs> yep. That's right. Um, and so, all right, so w- moving forward, what are some things that we can be praying for for you and BCM and even your students? What are some things that you think these are the things I need people praying for? Yeah, I think the best way to frame the answer to that question is just a little bit more about telling you guys a little bit more about what I do and what we do as a ministry. So my life oh, was transformed yeah. because of BCM. Mm. I grew up going to church, and so I knew like all the – all the Bible verses, all the stories, mm. um, very prideful. I just thought that I was the number one Christian in the world. Mm. And when I walked into those doors of BCM at Armstrong, I was just immediately humbled by the Lord. Yeah. Uh, I met some guys that truly had an authentic relationship with Jesus and they weren't boasting in how many times they went to church or the Bible verses that they knew and all those things. Mm. And I had some guys that came around me and taught me how to read and study the Bible, which had never happened before. People right. would tell me in church, oh, read your Bible. Bible, read your Bible, but no one ever taught me how to read and study scripture. So it's from those Bible studies that I really learned like, man, this is the power of God's word. Like Mm. this transformed me. I'm grateful for pastors. I'm grateful for teachers, but I'm most grateful for the word of God, which is intended to transform us into the Mm. image of Jesus. And so those guys modeled that to me. They also modeled discipleship super well. I mean, these older guys were married and had kids, but would have me over for lunch and for dinner. They even had younger guys living with them to model what it looked like to be a father and to be a husband. Mm -hmm. And so I saw this life on life that I'd never seen in the church before. And this is, was this throughout your journey or like in Savannah? Yeah, this is in Savannah in college. Okay, that's why I was curious. Yeah. Because when you shared that on that Thursday night, I was curious if that had been through or as I was Savannah. Yeah, that was specifically in Savannah, specifically during my time in BCM. Wow. So I walked away from that experience with, two things in mind and I want to help guys and girls grow in the relationship with the Lord through the word and through intentional and meaningful relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's hard work, right? Like yeah. it's not, it's easy to say, Hey, we're going to have a Bible study every Tuesday at this time. So come and enjoy this Bible study. It's harder to wake up at 10 o'clock PM and you have a text message because a student is really broken and they need to have a conversation mm-hmm. yeah. or you wake up at six o'clock in the morning and you meet with someone at seven to help them walk through things in scripture and to help them grow spiritually. That's right. And it, it's worth it. Yeah. You, you see in those times, you see like the Lord provide the energy you need though. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly that's right. When, when I am in those moments, I'm not, I'm not tired. I'm yeah. not thinking about sleep. Yeah, that's exactly And even right. in our meetings, like I don't wake up going, oh, yeah, Mm-mm. should I go to <laughs> now I'm like, no, get me the Ubor right now. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you going so slow? You know, that, that's my that's thoughts. Right. And, and that's awesome. Yeah. And so taking your experience, your testimony into like your ministry, 
what are the things then that, you know, we can pray for in that? Yeah. Just, so one of the big things, just the Lord will continue to be faithful to bring students our mm-hmm. way. Absolutely. So it's interesting. We've grown from 10 to 40, but what I am really grateful for that 30, 32 of those students that show up on Thursdays are involved in Bible studies and small groups. Wow. So percentage wise, you know, there's more than 50% of students that are actively involved. Um, When we go to serve churches, um, when I go to preach at a church and students come, Mm -hmm. I mean, we have 15 students or more that are coming to participate in that and to reach out and to engage students. So, you know, numbers tell a lot. But you got to go deeper than numbers and look at the laws. Spiritual yeah. growth. Yeah. More than numerical. I, yeah. I will preach that until the Lord moves me. Yeah. Or, or in, in when he moves me. Mm-hmm. But that spirit, I will take, I'll take 10 healthy students spiritually over a yeah. hundred that don't know the gospel. Yeah. And, and that's the awesome. mindset that I went into this with just knowing, you know, we might lose some students because we walk through the scriptures every Thursday. Yeah. And the gospel is offensive and yes, some right. students will be offended and be upset and not want to come back. And right. I'm willing to drop from 40 to 10 again. If that means that those 10 students are faithful to the word, they know who Jesus is and they're striving to be like Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so, it's so imperative. I feel like at that age too, because what the statistic a few years ago about the number of millennials that left the church, 20%. I feel like, it was more than that. Well, 80% left, 20% Just stayed. Say, that's yeah. yeah, that's. Uh, I feel like that's because of that college age in mm-hmm. our lives where it was totally kind of nebulous of where you are spiritually. Yeah. And there was no real person there to, to teach the gospel correctly. So I feel like college age more than any is huge yeah. in order to move the church It's forward. a pivotal time to grow. Because yeah. the same with your story of BCM. If I wouldn't have had BSU, the, the first two years of BSU for me were, I, I mean, I will forever be thankful. I, the day I got on campus, the BSU chapter was outside of my dorm serving drinks and all and oh, inviting wow. people. And I'll never forget the conversations I had at that moment. And those are friends I still, like, I, they're much older than me. Most of them were juniors and seniors at that point. But I lived with them when they were seniors as a sophomore. They took me in, right, Hale House, which mm. was one of the greatest semesters of my life. I, well, in that moment, it was, it was a tough semester, but man, I look back and I, I don't know where I'd be without that growth and, and that fostering of discipleship that they poured into me. I mean, and I, I got to be active in leading the band for those four years. Mm-hmm. Um, but without BSU, I don't know where I would be because of the community that I had. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I got to lead music for a couple, uh, you know, students i don't know how many would have we had a hundred sometimes we'd have a little bit more i don't know that was great it was awesome but i the memories i remember are the the intentional conversations ones where i'm crying or struggling or they're crying or struggling or we're we're out at waffle house at one in the morning talking yeah. about the lord yeah right those and and without that i don't know where i'd be so i'm in the same boat yeah. with you Mm, um, yeah. So we need to be praying for students yeah. and their spiritual growth. And then also pray for healthy, mature believers to come alongside those students. Yeah. So yes. as people ask, 
you know, how can we help with BCM? What can we do? It would be easy for me to say, oh, well, just bring some food or, you know, host this big event. But what I want to do is I want to create an opportunity for older, mature believers to link arms with younger sure. believers mm-hmm. that are trying to grow. That's right. Because at the end of the day, like that is what's going to help them in the long run. That's food right. is great. I know they need food. I try to feed <laughs> them as often as possible because they're poor. Uh, but Amen. the spiritual food is what is most important yeah. because the students know our goal, our aim, our mission is to engage students with the gospel and to equip them to be lifelong disciple makers. Mm. So everything that we do, I want to be, I want it to be so that they can translate that into being a mom and a dad or working for a big company right. or, you know, working at a coffee shop, whatever it is, right. the things that we do on a weekly basis, they can easily do that in the real world. Right. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. It, Cause it, they can take that into any practice. Yes, not just exactly. ministry. And that's what we, want to see yeah well that we can definitely be praying for that because i i can i can attest it, it, bcm aubcm is one of the greatest joys in my life and i'm not even part of it i'm mm-hmm. just a servant that gets to go and help sometimes yeah um and though i will say those students are some of the greatest joys in my life mm-hmm. austin and josh some of those conversations i've had i um, mean you have you are a blessed yeah and and I think you know that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And so, well, Jesse Holmes, we thank you for coming on. This isn't going to be the last time you come on. Good. I mean, because I'm liking this. Like, I want to. I want to talk about ministry. Talk about philosophy of ministry. Yeah. He coming back. He coming back soon. Right? Oh, that's good. Well, we we've got a series coming about the Puritans. Yeah. Oh, we might okay. have to bring you yeah. on for that one eventually. Yeah. yeah. We got some good stuff coming. Um. But before we go, we're, for this, we're gonna. Do we have time? Are we okay on time? Yeah, we're good. Okay, before we go, we're going to pray for you. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, and pray for your ministry, and that's how we're going to send you out. That sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. Um, Father, we thank you so much for uh, just an opportunity to have a conversation with um, Father, a brother that truly is more of a brother than even if I had a blood brother. Father, I thank you for uh, his faithfulness to serve you, Lord, over these years. Um, and as you bring him to another birthday tomorrow, Father, as he can look back and see the growth that you have just showered over him through grace. Father, I thank you for his life. Uh, Father, I thank you for the friend uh, that he is to me, the mentor, the accountability, um, and just the spiritual brother that he is, um, that he's one with my family. Um, but Father, I, I thank you for his heart and what he is doing in our community through the Augusta University BCM chapter. Um, Lord, I'm watching as students are growing spiritually, falling in love with you more, and then desiring to take that outside those four walls and practice it in this community. Lord, I can't praise you enough and thank you enough for what you're doing through Jesse and this BCM chapter. Lord, we just pray for his students. Lord, I pray that you would just continue to bring students that are hungry for the word, um, Lord, and to use those that have been led by him to pour into them and to link arms with them. Lord, and that you continue to just wrap us as the local church around this chapter, pouring in to these students the best that we can, helping equip them and train them and lead them alongside with Jesse so that when they graduate, Lord, they are ready for the battlefield in any form of where you call them. Lord, we love you. We thank you so much for all that you're doing. We thank you for our brother, Jesse. And we ask all these things in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Shabbat Shalom. We'll see you next week.